Welcome to The Things We Say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. This is a topical podcast where the topics are chosen at random. Sometimes they will be profound, and sometimes they will be stupid. But no matter what, we have a lot to say about them. We are known for the things we do. We become the things we think. We live the things we believe. These are the things we say. We're back on the things we say. I'm Sheldon. And I'm Nate. And we're here to talk about a lot of things tonight, but we're going to try and narrow our focus. Yes. This is going to be really tough for us. Yeah. So. And we're going to try to be a little shorter. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we always make that promise and it almost never happens. But anyway. So we're not going to promise. Yes. But to kick it straight off, I'm going to go with my things I don't understand. Yes. Um, and some people are going to be horrified that I'm even bringing this up because they not even going to qualify it. I do not Much understand better. why so many people politically are so unhappy right now. Oh, this is so, a good point. So here's what I don't understand. I do understand looking at President Trump and saying, I hate his rhetoric. I hate the way he speaks. I hate that he's on Twitter. Going through those things that are basically personal characteristics that you don't like about the man. Sure. That you don't like that he said. You find him rude, offensive, brash. Fine. I get that. Totally yep. understand that. What I don't understand is how people are thinking the sky is falling when nothing but good things are happening right now. The economy is booming. Unemployment is down across racial divides, across socioeconomic divides. Like everything is getting better than it's been in probably about 15 years. And people are, are, are screaming like the, like the sky is falling, and they're ignoring all the realities of what's going on, what's actually being done in policy, what's actually being regulated or deregulated, yeah. all because of rhetoric. They're looking at the rhetoric, and they're freaking out, but not paying attention to what's actually being done. There are things that Donald well, Trump has said. it's interesting who is squawking the most, and it is, it's really rich people that have... The, the microphone of Medi media. Yeah, medium. Movie and I'm stars. Like, you, and, and you have a platform to say whatever you want. Right. And you're insanely rich. And now you're paying less taxes. What, is, what exactly is wrong with your life right, right. now? I'm, I'm, right. I'm confused. So that's literally what I don't... I don't understand what's wrong. Like, I understand all those other aspects. I understand feeling like he doesn't... He doesn't he's not presidential. I understand he doesn't do the things you, he doesn't, he doesn't look like a good role model. Like I get all of that, but, but nothing he has done to this point, there are plenty of things that he said on Twitter that if he were to go out and try to make it policy, I would, I would have a major problem with it. But yep. thus far that has not, what he has said and what he has done have not equaled out to the same things yeah. uh, in terms of the really inflammatory things he said on Twitter or whatever. So I just don't get it. I don't understand why, why everybody insists that things are so bad or are about to go so bad when they're doing nothing but good things right now. Like good things are happening across the board, uh, indiscriminately. Good things are happening and things are on their way up. Yeah, I would, I mean, I, I would, some people are, are worried about what will happen. And I think looking at their lives in the present moment, most people's lives are getting better. Right. Throughout time. Like, Obviously, more people back to work is great. Right. You know, more more money coming home and a paycheck is right. a good thing. And that's got it. Right. Like, what is what about your 24-7, you know, sleeping, waking up, going to work, doing your job? What has actually gotten worse? Right. Because I'm confused. Right. And, and that's my thing. I don't understand that. There we go. I don't understand when reality doesn't measure up to your freak out, why you continue to chase the freak out. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. I... Uh, regardless of what people think of Trump, I have this. I'll go on the record right now. I think he's winning in a landslide. I think in 2020, and uh, barring any major disaster, um, I, I would agree. I think and he'll. And it's because of the exact same reasons he won before. And it's because everyone in the media says that's not possible yeah. that it would happen. But I don't. Well, his numbers are going up with every demographic. And my, my minorities. My problem is, and I think a lot of people recognize that what they're being told. And what not, yeah. they're hearing and, and what they're experiencing in real life are two different yeah. things. 
And I think people have tuned out the people that say this is the way dare it's going to happen. Dare I say people are waking up in that regard? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I, think, I think a lot of people are just tuning out because yeah. there's been one drumbeat from the same people the entire time. Right. It's like, you guys were wrong the and, first time. And that is true, guys, whether that's Fox News, CNN, or MSNBC. Yeah. It's, 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 all, tr- it's oh, all in yeah. that realm. I don't, I don't turn on Fox News because I know what I'm going to get. Yep. I don't turn on CNN because I know what I'm going to get. Yep. I, I will actually go to the least predictable news source <laughs> possible. You know, and, and that's where I like to find my news, if it's not predictable. Yeah. That's... That's what I'd like. Because yeah. if I know you're bent going in, I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure what your take right, is on this. Right. Yeah. So. But anyway, that's the thing I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. the absolute obsession with things being bad, even though they're not. Yeah. Anyway. And I, I do think like the talking heads are more out of touch today with the general public yeah. than they were even in 2016, 2015, yeah. when they didn't no understand what they saw happen. No like. Granted, Trump could step in all of it tomorrow and yeah. shoot the whole golden yeah. goose. Although, again, at this point, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I, I don't know. He's kind of had this weird Teflon <laughs> thing going on for whatever reason. It's going to be a ride, folks. It is something. It is something. <laughs> all right. Anyway. So tonight's topic, we wanted to talk a little bit about social media and, and free speech topics, but limit it specifically to the world of social media. Yeah. This morning in the car, I was talking with my wife, and, um, and she's like, we just need... Like, there's all these people getting banned from Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Uh, Apple got right. wrapped up into it. And other people where they banned Google. Alex Jones. They yeah. banned Gavin McGinnis. In the past, they've banned Milo. They've banned all, kind, uh, all kinds of random people whose names are not coming to my mind right now. But, but it's are like, almost exclusively right-leaning slash yeah. conservative They voices. banned Steven Crowder for a while, and then they unbanned him. And anyway, all of this stuff. And I'm like... She's like, we just need a social media platform that just says, we are the free speech platform. Yeah. Whatever you want to say on here, you say. And I was like, okay, so first thing I'm going to say is that what if ISIS is recruiting on your platform? Because that was a problem on Twitter. Yeah. Where ISIS was putting out messages on Twitter, trying to recruit people, trying to uh, pass coded messages, that kind of stuff. I don't know. Do you ban ISIS from your free speech platform? And her response was, well, free speech is an American thing. We don't have to care about everyone else in the world. If you're American, you can use our platform and say whatever you want. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that solves it, except I'll just get an IP address that shows up as an American, make right. an account, and do what I want. I think I think for me in that kind of case, it's 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 depending on what's happening. Like if someone is trying to coordinate an attack or coordinate a shooting, like you got to deal with that. But you don't deal with that Who's by banning, by banning that? somebody from the from the site. You basically say, "Hey, law enforcement, this is a thing. I'm warning you about it. Go take care of it." Like that's not that's not their job. Their job is well. To, that's what I was gonna say. Their Who's job is maybe to flag it and say, "Hey, this is a problem. Let's get this looked at." Oh, and I'd rather and my my thing with that is I would like a true free speech platform. Regardless of the messiness of it, say somebody on there is planning a school shooting. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you rather no, no, ahead of time like that? They instead of pushing these people to the dark corners right. of the internet, where they can just and, plan by themselves, and yeah, they're hanging out together with like-minded folks, yeah, and people that can find them in these dark spaces. Well, and you know that's the thing I don't even necessarily buy with the whole ISIS recruitment thing. I feel like that's a bit of a red herring because. It's just like what you talked about last week with the Russian bot thing. Like yeah. people only did what they were already biased towards what they were already going to do. It, nothing nobody's mind got changed. Yeah, I'm somebody not is be not well suddenly going to yeah, Somebody is not going to read a post from ISIS and all of a sudden be like, "You're right. I'm going to go blow something up." Like that that doesn't happen. There are things that lead up to that and you go looking for that kind of stuff. Yeah. That you don't stumble into that. Um it, and and you don't stumble into that ideology and that me- method of thinking. So I think that was a bit of a red herring. One of those things where you go, hey, let's take this extreme example and apply it over the you know over all of this stuff. But my my thing is I I'm I'm very pro business in terms of my libertarianism. I mean that it runs hard in there. I basically believe anybody should be able to 
refuse service to whoever they want and then suffer the consequences of society based around that. So if you want to be a person who refuses to uh, serve anybody but white people, you will suffer the consequences that society has deemed you will suffer for that, but you are free to go ahead and do that or to let all those like-minded people gather up with you and, and do your thing. Fine. I, don't, I won't go there. I got no problem with that. Um, I think there should be that option, and I think there really is that option, um, whether someone brings lawsuits against it or not. I mean, that's just a reality. People will do what they want to do. We talked about that before. You can't really put a moratorium on that kind of freedom. People will just do what they want. Um, and there may be consequences, but that still doesn't stop them from being able to do what they want. Refusing service is a, is a weird thing to get into. If you're a service-oriented industry, everybody at some point chooses who they're going yeah. to be. Because, like, okay, say you're a photographer. You've only got so many weekends out exactly. of the year. You pick and choose which weddings you're going to shoot or right. which families you're going to be able to do. And who's... who's Thinking is discriminatory. You. Yes, exactly. Thinking is discriminatory, period. Yeah. Like, we are literally saying... You can say I'm discriminating against summer weddings. Yeah. I just don't have time in the summer because I'm traveling. Exactly. You no. Know? So, so the fact that discrimination in and of itself is not an actual bad thing. We've been kind of programmed to think that that word is always associated with bigotry or that word is always associated with white supremacy or, you know, with whatever you want to call it. But discrimination is everything. Like, we found our wives because we had discrimination. We found... Our car. Our car. We yeah. found our churches. So, we close, choose the clothes we wear. Like, these are all discriminatory decisions. So discrimination... When I, when I choose every... When I go out to a parking lot full of cars and at the dealer, I'm using a criteria... And I'm narrowing it down to one that yes. I'm going to choose and I'm going to take home. I've now chosen. I've, I've used some sort of criteria, and that's discrimination. It's, right. There's, if, if the criteria on my list does not match your car, it's out. Yeah. Okay? So <clears throat> that's, that's a discrimination, and we do this all the time. It's not, it's not bad. Now, I, yeah, obviously racial discrimination is terrible. Because then you're not valuing humans, um, you know, discrimination based on sex or something like that. It's terrible practice. Like mm. you're going to be a bad human being. It's not good. Yeah. Are we off of the social media thing? No, gone? no, no, no. This no. will, this okay. will apply. This will apply. Um, so one of the biggest things that we've started talking about, and you mentioned it, I think a little bit ago, uh, that, that there have been a bunch of conservative voices that have suddenly been banned from Twitter, have been banned from, you know, Different platforms. And I'm not saying they're the nicest conservative no, voices. No, not um, at all. Not at all. But <laughs> Alex Jones is certifiable. Yeah. Gavin says a lot of things just to get a rise out of people. And anything Gavin says, multiply it by a 10. And Milo has said it. Yes. And, <laughs> and, and so I get that. But my, my interest in this subject has more to do with at what point does social media constitute the public square as opposed to a business? Because here's what I look at. Social media, the product they sell is advertising. That is the only monetized thing that takes place within yes. social media. It is a free Facebook, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter. These are free platforms that you just join. And then you are bombarded with advertisement of which people pay to be a part of of which people pay to do or they get sponsors or whatever. That is the business. So I have no problem with Twitter saying, you know what? We don't want to do any NRA advertisements anymore because that's where our money is. That's what our business is. That's what our product is, is we're selling advertising space. Yeah. We don't want to sell them advertising space anymore. Awesome. No problem. But to say this is a free and open forum where we can talk and we want ideas and we want discussion and eh, we don't like your ideas. So you're gone. I have a problem with that because that, that is not what their product is. Their product is not what I say. That's my product. That's me. That's me demonstrating who I am. That's me expressing myself. So if, if Twitter and Facebook and all these other places have a right to say, no, we're not going to allow this opinion on this platform. Mm hmm. And the NFL also says, nah, we're going to make our guys stand for the anthem. Yeah. And we're going to put it in contracts. And if you work for us, this is what you're going to do. But you're choosing to sign that contract. So therefore, you're, 
you're eliminating that aspect of your freedom and saying, yes, I am willing to give up this aspect of my freedom for the paycheck that you are giving that's me. What I'm, that's where I'm saying, like, the line, whoever, whether you're on the left or the right, at some point you're going to draw a line and it's going to hurt somewhere. Yeah. So if you're, if you're on the extreme right wing and you're saying, oh, yeah, these, these guys should not be banned from Twitter, but, yeah, you should stand for the anthem. Uh, either their free company to do what they want but, but, with their private but company thing or but, they're not. But here's the thing. Here's the thing that's interesting to me about the NFL. The NFL is abandoning their base to play to people who don't care about football. They're, they're, they're ignoring their yeah, customer base. but it's still a business decision. I understand that. But they're ignoring their customer base in a lot of things. Like I just saw a thing where where the NFL is going to start having male dancers as well. Uh, yeah, there's there's going to be male cheerleaders with some of the teams. Who are they? Who are they doing that for? I don't what, know. What red blooded dude? There, there's there's no 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 listen, listen though. What red blooded American dude is like? You know what? It really bothers me that there are not male dancers out there too. They're abandoning what their core actually is. And they're saying, you're, you're what funds us, but we don't care about you. There's there are these male cheerleaders in college. I, and, but I don't have a problem with that. that, that is, that's like standard. That's, that's what it is. Guys even get scholarships to come and, and do that kind of stuff at colleges. But this is, this is the thing. I'm looking at this with the NFL. I'm looking at this with the NBA. They're playing to an element that doesn't care about their sport. They're not playing to their fan base. They're abandoning it. In the name of some overarching, but it could it also be a business, a, a business owner who's saying maybe I broaden my base a little bit. That's possible, but okay, you don't broaden so like, your base. But you don't broaden your base by ignoring your long-term customers. So, are you saying that's a bad business decision? I I believe that a lot of what's going on in sports right now and the politicization of of sports is yes, it is a bad thing because it's playing to fringe elements that don't care. I and think that aren't the, the base. We discussed it a little bit in the 9-11 episode, but I think the politicization of sports is a bad idea to begin with. I absolutely agree. Because, yeah, you're, you're making your politics about someone who doesn't care about your politics, which is the player. Yeah. The players, by and large, don't care about your politics. And the ones that do, uh, then you have to quickly figure out, well, I've made them, quote-unquote, say what I wanted them to say by standing here and doing this or that, and yeah. now... They've chosen to say something else. Yeah. What do I do about it now that well, I politicize right, them? To right. Begin and again, with, I, I don't have a problem with the NFL taking a stand on the anthem because they are a collective. Okay. Business. So you're going to be consistent in your approach and say, not only do I agree that the NFL can do whatever they want as yes. far as instructing their players what to do and what not, but I'm okay with Facebook and Twitter kicking people off whoever they want off their platform. But again, it this might is, be a bad business decision. But this is but this is different because I think that No, but here's here's why I see it as different. Because these things are slowly becoming they're 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 basically starting to become essentials of life. It's not as simple as that would be like saying, hey, I don't like that this person's calling so and so, I'm gonna cut off their cell service because I don't like what they're saying. Like it's it they're starting to become utilities. Yeah. In terms of the way they function. Okay, so 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 it's 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 blurring its own line because again, their product is not the social interaction. They have created a platform where you can socially interact, but they're not gaining any anything monetarily from you doing that. They it's not a subscription based service. It's not something you're paying to yeah. take part in. You're not signing a waiver that says, I agree. That if you pay me X amount of dollars, you I do will sign not something. You but, do uh, check a box that says you're obey by you abide the by by community law, guidelines. And, 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 and I get and I get that. But what is the community guidelines? Is that is that well, like that's what five people, people are trying to figure? That's out. what I'm saying. Is that five people in a room at Facebook saying, "Ah, eh, we don't like this content anymore"? Is that the entire community? Like, it, this has gotten a million negative flags. We're gonna kick it because clearly the the people have spoken and they don't like this, so we're going to get rid of it. Like, you can't, with one, with one side of your mouth, say, this is a social forum, an open forum where we discuss ideas, and on the other side say, ah, but we don't like these ideas, so now these people can't use our, our, our platform anymore. 
this is where it's, it gets confusing for me in social media and where I think it gets problematic in social media because it is not a product. Social media, social interaction is not a product. And because you have created a platform that is not monetary, monetized, you like, I don't have a problem with, for example, I don't have a problem with YouTube demonetizing videos. I think it's stupid. I think their rules are inconsistent. I don't think they're consistently yeah. applied. But they're basically saying, this is our business aspect of it. We're not going to allow you to see any money from this anymore because we don't agree with it. Okay. But you can't just say, uh, we don't agree with your politics or we don't agree with your social views. So we're going to just eliminate your videos. We're going to start eliminating things without giving you any recourse or warning or whatever. So I would say that we have a program that somewhat exists for regulating telecoms. Mm -hmm. And the modern way of communicating is not by calling someone on the phone, dialing their number, calling right. them, and getting in touch with them. We get in touch with each other through Facebook messages, through uh, text messages, right. through Twitter, however. However we choose to interact, YouTube, whatever it is. We have a lot of platforms in which we interact. If they get big enough where they're being publicly traded, yeah, where they've intentionally gone and made themselves the way people communicate, and they've yeah. gotten big enough that they are the size of a telecom. Like Facebook is as big as a Bell company, I'm sure. Right. Or, or, you know, I'm not sure they're the size of Verizon, but maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But we have a system for regulating telecoms, and they're, they're treated as a public utility, and they aren't allowed to monopolize, and there's con government control. The, it seems outside of my libertarian stance to say, mm -hmm. you know what, I would like some government oversight. I would like, you know, some sort of responsibility here. But it already exists, and it's that either we kill off the whole regulation of telecom industry yeah. and just be like, okay, so we're not going to regulate this type of interaction, or it needs to extend to large social media companies. Yeah. I don't think... So for right now, the large social media companies enjoy the luxury of both being huge, near monopolies on different platforms. Like YouTube basically monopolizes private video displaying, exchanging yeah. kind of platform. If you want to put a video message out, that's where you go. You want to put an audio message out, we go to Apple Podcasts. That's where we go. Right. If you want to put a quick 140 characters out, it was Twitter. And so we would choose our platforms based on that, but it's how people communicate now. And so if we're not, if we're, we thought that regulating telecoms was a good idea, why are we not regulating social media? But that's the thing too. I don't know that regulation is the answer. They would have to then have standards that are consistently applied. Right. Or none at all. Right. And, but I'm, I'm far more of the opinion that there should be more of a none at all approach. Agreed, but I think the only way to get there is to either kill it all or expand it to where people are like, we really hate this. This has to die. Yeah. And I don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like Trump's tariffs thing. Trump is raising tariffs to lower tariffs. Yeah. People don't get it. Right. But it's like that's what he's been saying all along. And you're like, no, you're saying two different things. No, he's not. In right. business, somebody's charging you 400% on something and you are charging them like 10% on the opposite end, uh, the only way to get them to lower their 400 is make them feel the pain of the right. 400 from your right. end, then right. maybe, okay, now we're talking equal, equal right. platforms. You don't like that? Right. Would you like to lower yours? Because then I can lower mine. Right. You know, somebody approaches you with a handgun and you stick up a rubber band gun. He's got all the power in the scenario. If yeah. you match power with power, it's like, okay, now are we going to have a discussion? Yeah. You know, and I think, I think, if it was if, working, if it was, if it was working in reverse, yeah, where the government did not agree with what Facebook and Twitter were doing, say they were going around and deactivating Barack Obama's account, yeah, if say they in the middle of election killed off Hillary Clinton's account, right? I'm not saying it's that big, but right. say they did, right. people would lose their minds and call right. for government regulation right. right away. But I. I don't think the government regulation is any better because I think the politics of it is what has caused the problem. There was a long time, up until, honestly, up until the 2016 electoral run, 
people were allowed to say and do whatever they wanted on social media. Yeah. And, and then suddenly, politically, people who, in this case, leaned to the left, looked at it and said, this had a powerful effect on the outcome of an election that turned out the way we did not want it to turn. Therefore, we are now going to manipulate and limit people's speech on here. That is a huge I red mean, flag. I would like to see a list of people that had left-wing leaning politics that have been banned from social media. It's short. I would love to see it. I, I want to know who's on there. And who have been demonetized and who have lost income and yeah. who have... And that's my thing. This is this is one-sided. I don't care. You can you can tell me that I'm paranoid. You can tell me that I'm crazy. I can't tell you the amount of guys that I've followed who have gotten knocked on Twitter, who have gotten knocked on YouTube. These things are all developing as a direct result of the 2016 election. And it's trying to socially engineer and manipulate people out of their opinions, out of hearing voices and thoughts that you don't like. You're suddenly saying you're going from saying this is a free and open forum to I am now going to wrest control because you're making use of your freedom. Yeah. That is massively nefarious and actually makes me angry. And so when I look at this, I'm like this is not business policy. This is not a business exercising its its right of discrimination. This is pure and simple social engineering I'm trying to manipulate to get a political and social result that I want. And it is done by a very, very small group of people. And this is very nefarious. Yeah. I, I was trying to think what the solution would be. Say <clears> we had our, our, free, our free press platform where you could go post whatever you wanted and it could be, uh, let's say we went back to the way Twitter was, 140 characters. Yeah. You, you can make threads if you want, but right. I had kind of decided, you know what, let's not have any video. Yeah. I think no video, no pictures makes a really good way of saying, now I don't have to worry about obscene content. Yeah. I don't have to worry about pornography. I don't have to worry about Twitter's uh, not people worried, showing. But Twitter's not worried about that. Exactly. Twitter isn't worried about that, but they should be. I don't disagree. They, they should be. And I'm like, okay, if I'm going to have a free speech platform, it gets problematic as soon as you put videos up there. Mm -hmm. And pictures get problematic. I think Tumblr has found this out. And anybody that's just been like, oh, yeah, I hey, had to get, I had to get off of Tumblr instantly because it was like, as soon as it found out I was male, all I was getting was different variations of porn. Like, yeah. I just had to get off of the platform. I had it for like a month. And I'm like, this is that can't do this. And, well, and it was done. And, and it was the problem. And. I, I say that because I knew where that was going as soon as it came up. Yeah. Because the first thing when you put a, a picture social media platform up there, it's like, okay, what are you guys going to allow? Are you going to allow this, 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 this? Right. Oh, wow. Have we crossed the line already? Right. Yes, you have. Yep. You know, and, and it's like, so as soon as you put a, a, a video platform up, you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do with gory content. You're going to have to figure out what you're going to do with sexuality, what you're going to do with, you know, where you, exactly where your line is. Like, mm -hmm. you're going to have to be very clear about that. Yeah. And so with the free speech platform, I would say, okay, we have the freedom of speech, freedom of the press. None of that is like freedom of photography. None of that is freedom right. of movies, video. I mean, as soon as you get into, then you're into consent, you're into all, right. all kinds of other parts of law. I would just well, like and, and a free exchange of ideas. So if right. you if you put and, something, but that's the thing is this is not about those things. The very things you're talking about that are problematic about social media, they're not concerned about. They're not doing anything about. They have a little thing like, oh, we ask that you not do YouTube this. YouTube actively does. YouTube like, actively does. Yes, they're one of the few. But even that, there, there's, there's a. Like, when was the last time you saw Lady Gaga get a very, very close to pornographic uh, video of hers, music video, pulled off the airwaves on YouTube? Well, people have long been making music videos that cross the line. No I'm doubt, not but, sure. when have you, but, but that's Gaga's what I'm saying. You, but I'm just using her as an <laughs> no example. Uh, Nicki Minaj actually would be a better example because hers <laughs> are much more racy as opposed to just weird. Yeah. But when was the last time you saw them not, like, advertising, hey, new Nicki Minaj video, check it out, it's awesome, come look at yeah. like. This is not a concern for them. So no, don't hide behind decency and 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 not wanting to expose people to things that are pornographic or things that are gory. If those things are making you money, you are going to be pushing them. You know, I, you're you're putting out graphic, uh, you know, the the most graphic Deadpool uh, uh, 
advertisements that you can watch and all you have to do is say, yes, I'm over 18 or whatever. And you can watch people getting their heads blown off or getting impaled on weird things or getting their heads cut off. Like, don't tell me that those are your concerns and not do anything about those things and even push those things. Yeah. So the whole thing is, is again, it's just, it's really nefarious and I'm not concerned about it from government. This is, this is the aspect of social engineering that I'm actually concerned about in America. So I would say, going back to a hypothetical free speech platform, one of the things that I would like to do is see people's arguments in black and white typed out. Yes. You know, I, I don't even care if you use bad language. I don't care if you're mildly illiterate and can't type a, a sentence together. You should have, you should be able to say what you want. Yes. You should be able to put it out there. Yes. Because I honestly believe that bad, bad ideas will be killed by good ideas all the time. Right. And the, the best way to argue with Richard Spencer or somebody of his ilk is to let him talk. Yes. He will talk for 15 minutes and he will turn the entire room yeah. off to everything he has to say right. because it's wrong but, and it's But the stupid. problem the problem is is that we have now made we have created a space where anything that is not leftist is a wrong idea. Okay, so what? If it's a bad idea, let it let it no, die no, no. in the but public you're miss, square. But you're missing my point. If you're eliminating the the dynamic of the public square, and you're saying bad ideas are anything that are right of Hillary Clinton, and you are controlling that, you are eliminating the ability to actually have an expression of ideas to see what again the expression of ideas was out there. I, I will make the argument that, that interaction on social media and, and that kind of – that is what propelled Donald Trump to the presidency. That kind of platform is what gave him the exposure that he needed to propel him and to the presidency. And it's one of the reasons he hasn't given up his personal Twitter right, account. Right, And like it or love it, it is – doing something for him it is working something for him <laughs> it's, but it's actually but that's my thing is they that those who those who run these places whether it's yahoo or whether it's google whether it's facebook whether it's instagram you know and instagram's much more loose they're not as they're not as screwy with all this stuff they kind of just let people post and if it's not pornographic and not overly violent but you know that right up front like they tell you no pornographic stuff no violent stuff and and we'll we'll pull it if not but they don't kick off whole accounts for that. They just pull a picture. They, they flag Which a picture or whatever. Because it's Facebook. Instagram is Facebook. To some degree. To no, some it's, degree. It's oh, yeah, that's right. They did own them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so... <laughs> but there's not really the, the same ability to share ideas on there. It's, and that's one of the reasons I like Instagram is because it's just pictures. Like, and there's nice things on there and you can make a little comment or whatever. Very rarely is it overly politicized. You know, it's just kind of what it is. You follow who you want. I do have issues with the algorithms, though. That's another whole whole thing. Yeah, but, can you but just show all, me the pictures of yeah, the people I Just what happened the most order. recently. Just show me what happened. Yeah. But but this this is all manipulation to say, yes, we're going to call this the public forum, but we're going to deem things bad ideas that we don't politically or socially agree with, as opposed to saying... Let's let let's like you're saying. Let's find out if they're bad ideas. Let's let people talk and let people discuss and let people debate. No, anything right of Hillary Clinton is is bad, and let's get rid of it and let's marginalize it and let's put it aside. Again, there are things to the extreme right that I hate, but I would rather have the ability for them to say what they need to say, get it out there, and have it laughed at in the pub public forum and thought of as ridiculous, than have my ability to speak curtailed so that I'm preventing the fringe. Yeah. Like the fringes on both sides are absolutely crazy. And if I had my way, they wouldn't be able to speak, but we live in an area and a place where we have the ability to have free speech and we cannot give that up because of the, the, the limited fringe and, and take away whole swaths of freedom from people who are not on those fringes. So I guess maybe I'm a little less libertarian than you are because I would, I would be fine with, I, I'm I'm fine with parts of with not allowing businesses to discriminate on based on race. Like you are not allowed to do that, because we as a culture have come this far and we've said, "Nah, this is not okay." And let it's, me, it's let a me, little let me different ask, than let me social ask, media. Let me ask this question though: 
I mean, we I believe, still, I we believe still there was allow a, Muslim yeah. bakeries not to I was, sell gay I believe cakes, there was a but. place and a space and a point in time in the United States where affirmative action laws and anti-discrimination were necessary to get the ball rolling. Yeah. Okay? But you cannot tell me that at the bottom line... If a businessman is, and again, you can't make these two arguments. The two arguments that are made socially are that businesses are cold, heartless, and they're all about the bottom line and about profit. Okay. But then on the other side, they're saying businesses will discriminate against people because of their race, ethnicity, or their gender. Okay? You can't say both of those things. I think because, both can be true. But you can't say both of those things in, in, in the same sense. I think it's one or the you other. You can't regulate both of those things. No, but listen. It's one or the other. Because if you are all about gain, all about profit, all about getting the most bang for your buck, all about making the best, you will not care who you hire if they are doing the job yeah. and you are paying them what you agree to pay them. It would be if, a meritocracy if, somebody, yeah, if that was the if somebody, thing. If somebody's a bigoted person, but they are a business person first, and they say, you know what, I'm very racist, but this person is really qualified and they're going to choose to take less money than this other person who's not quite as qualified but is the race I prefer, uh, I'm going to hire this person because that's going to – my bottom line will not, will not be affected by that. My bottom line will turn well, out I'm better. Saying, why, can't, so, why can't you have business A, huge corporate conglomerate that's all about cold, they're heartless, they're just about money, they're just about the bottom line, and then yeah. down the street you have this plumber or whoever that will not go to certain people's houses because – he doesn't like them. Yeah. Like, why can't businesses both be bigoted and cold and heartless? Like, I think both exist. But I'm saying you can't say you can't say that the argument against a corporate against corporations or against business is that they're cold, heartless, and they're just about the bottom line. But then also say, and businesses are discriminatory because those things cannot coexist all the all time businesses. in one. It can't coexist in one entity. Because yeah. if you're only about the bottom line, you're literally only about the bottom line, and that's all you care about. If you're only about racial preference, sexual preference, any of that stuff, then money, money is, is, is cursory to racial purity or whatever the crap it's going to be. So these things do not coexist in – there's not this like magical wonderland where both of these things exist at the same time. It just it, doesn't. Yeah, it can exist on the same street. It can exist on the same street, but it's not going to exist in the same place. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have those the extremes that they're talked about in. Again, there is an intermingling of them is what I'm saying. Yes, I agree with you. I see what you're saying here. Yes. There is an intermingling of these things, but you cannot make the extreme statements that are so often made from go. more progressives that are saying, oh, no, it's all about this. But then they'll swing the other so, one and say, actually, it's all so about this. So the Occupy Wall Street saying it's all about the one percent they have all the money and they yes. want all the money and they're going to take all the money that and they we'll, can get and no matter what it will be all about the money yeah but then in the same breath say and they're all bigoted too no no you can't say both of those things because both of those things can't coexist if they're the extremes of those two things that's funny i i i don't know i don't know that, get I on this? that i was all for regulations but i'm i'm okay with them with uh large social media companies having to answer to some sort of public forum. Right now, they don't have to. But the government is not public forum, unfortunately. Uh, you can have public hearings. Yeah, where they give you the questions in advance and you know everything that's going to be asked and you can formulate your answer. It's theater. Again, it's one of those things that... It is it It's is theater. Bit, like senatorial, senator, senatorial he hearings are, are theater and, and they're there to make us feel a little better, but they're not actually accomplishing a whole lot. Um, again, I... I, I, I always hesitate to say, and the answer is government regulation, because I feel like government regulation has not ever done anything good. No, that's true, but I think it would lead to less government regulation in the long term. If you could, if, if the I larger a, companies a, felt the pain of having to consistently apply their standards, to okay. make their standards public consistently apply them, and if they didn't consistently apply them, they would be in violation of a law. And they would be fined or... They some, would be fined. Okay, I could get behind it being that degree. Because basically they're saying, being a publicly traded company yeah. they're, or they're like a public utility. They're like the telecoms. I, can, I could get behind so a... telecoms, like you were saying, telecoms cannot just come in and cut your service because they don't like you. Yeah. 
there is a law that says they can't. Yeah. They, if you're paying your bill, you've signed up, you've paid your bill, and you're doing what they cannot just come in and cut your line. Well, and really, that's the biggest solution to this whole thing is if, is if every single social media site said, hey, we're going to be a paid subscription now. That changes everything overnight. But they're not going to do that because they will lose money. They'll and be making they'll money via their users. Yes, because they'll use lose a massive amount of, of users. So again, this for them is equal parts <laughs> about money. This is this is where you're seeing that blending of caring about the finances of it, knowing you've built a juggernaut that's making you a ton of money, but at the same time wanting to socially and and politically discriminate. This is the blend where you're saying, I'm going yeah. to try to mix these things up. I think Again, the, it's not think, an extreme one way or the other. I think, I, think the, the, I think the overlords at Facebook care about their money, and they care about social engineering. And they're trying to, to, to walk the line between those two things. They don't care all about money, because if they did, they would be, this would be a subscription service. They would have done advertising a heck of a lot longer. Like They've been very methodical about giving us no advertising for a long time on a completely free... Th- I mean, you remember when YouTube had no ads? Yeah, YouTube still has no ads. Google Chrome. It depends on what you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. Ad block for YouTube. But but they life hack. So so again, they're they're trying to walk that line. Uh and and as most most places and most companies do with those kind of things, between what they want their their company to be and the money they're making and how broad they want their their base to be. Yeah. Um but but I just have a problem with it because it's all based around freedom of expression. I, I do think that there ought to be laws that basically where people would have recourse when they've been wronged on a social media platform. Like when they get, say, the telecom came in and cut your phone service. Mm-hmm. You could sue them in court and be like, I was paying my bill. And they would be like, so, Mr. Bell South, was yeah. he paying his bill? Yes, he was. Why did you cut him? Because we didn't like him. You know, that, well, that's not good enough. Put them back on. Right. Uh, but, but right now, Twitter, Facebook, any of that, you have no recourse. They're a, privately, right. they're a private company. They can do what they want. Right. And that's, that's how the NFL is getting away with what they're doing. It's like, well, they're a private company, and you signed a contract. And if they make a rule, I mean, your only recourse is through your players' union. Good luck. Right. You know, but if there was a law that says, okay, if I've signed up and I've abided by a set of rules and they can't be ambiguous. They've got to be able to be litigated. They've got to be able to be enforceable. And I think that's where the government regulation could have some sway is because people could sue based on. But is that even government regulation or is that just, is that just passing a, a, a law that basically said, cause again, when I think government regulation, well, I wrong, think when you're wrong. So, okay. So I get on there and I've, uh, I've abided by all the, guidelines of Twitter or Facebook yeah. say they cut my line tomorrow. What do I do? They, they kick me off their platform. Yeah, you can what do complain I do? to them and that's it. I like, can there's try no, to complain right, to there's them. No, there's no legal recourse. But, but when I hear you say government... There should be when legal I, re- right, but when recourse. I see, but I, when I hear you say government regulation or government oversight, I literally picture a committee forming to be the arbiters of that the justice for those things. No, I'm things. talking about like giving recourse I, to people I that am, have been wrong. I am great. I am great with the idea of saying we are going to pass a law that says you must have your your guidelines clearly defined, and you can only ban or kick people off of your platform for breaking those specific guidelines. And you have to tell them what you what they did. Yes, that broke those guidelines. I, I am okay with and that. And if it isn't consistently applied, then you should be able to sue based on it, right? Shouldn't you? Like, right. Okay. For instance, Alex Jones. I never watched any of his movies, his videos on YouTube, no. but apparently he had like huge years worth of videos that were up and they disappeared overnight. Mm-hmm. Like you took away his content. Yeah. And you gave him no recourse. What's right. he supposed to do? And gave him no way to recover it. You didn't yep. give him any warning so that he could save what he wanted. Oh, and they did give him warnings, but well, yeah, he's he's he, he's a nut. Yes, so he is a nut. Want to? He is a nut. I will. I will. Warnings. But again, Facebook is uh, not Facebook, but the internet is just as much for crazy people as it is for sane people. Like, you can't you can't do that. I mean, he's the man has never done anything that has incited violence. He's never done anything. 
Like what's, what's he just funny, hasn't. The the one that got me about YouTube, one of the first ten people that they went to and were like, okay. I, we need to think about monetizing this platform now. And we're trying to, we're trying to get some people that have been really successful and we want you to move all your video content to our platform mm-hmm. and we're going to start paying you for some of this content. One of the first 10 of those was people that did gun reviews yeah, because they were so insanely popular. Right. Now I forget exactly which account it was, but I heard an interview with him and he was like, we were one of the first 10 people that YouTube came to us and he's like, after the Las Vegas shooting, I think it was, he's like, a quarter of our videos just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you invited us here. Yeah. You, you came to us. I didn't come to you. You came to us, said, come onto our platform, move everything you have over onto this platform. We're going we're gonna to get behind you. We're going to you know, monetize you and, and see how it works. Give us feedback. This is a business partnership, right. which you terminated partially and this is where you recourse. and this is where you see they've crossed a line from they're like okay we have enough money let's start manipulating the system now yeah this is where you see the change guys right we don't need your you anymore and and that's where it starts to get really dicey for me yeah um and and again i i just feel like we've hit a point with social media that it is it has become the public it is the public square it just is and yes i believe the first amendment applies to social media I really do. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm torn a little bit as far as social media. I've said before, I think that pornographic content should be on a triple X domain and, and be forced to be there. And, and I can see so that. So it's like... As, as, long as, you're not, as long as you're not limiting the ability of that entity to do business. And again, I know it's pornography. I'm not saying it's something that I like or that I, I'm enjoying the fact that it exists because I don't. I don't think it's something that should exist. Yeah. But... If you are if you are com- if you are creating a space where it's like this is where you can go, we just need you to identify. Great, I'm okay with that. Um, but now you're regulating speech in some way. I, I do think the video and video and pictures gets really. That's where I get twisted up in my whole free speech thing. Yeah, like. I don't but again, know. again, though, I'm I'm one of those weirdos that I go consistent with that too because I look at, I look at the realities of pornography. I'm like, this is just this is just taped prostitution, that's all this is. But yet, prostitution is illegal in like 49 states. So, yeah, if, but if I'm you're going to be consistent you go with the that, whole way down the trail of free speech on the internet and on all the platforms, like, you don't really want this stuff free and available on all these different platforms, on these huge platforms that everybody's supposed to access. Yeah. But that's not the issue. That's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Again, th- that is that is a realm that's not even being explored by... by. I mean, Twitter literally has no filters on those kinds of things. Instagram has some that they're very clear about and that they will take down, again, content that's, that's yeah. that they deem inappropriate. Um, but even what they deem inappropriate can be very. There's a lot of, of wiggle room within yeah. that space. Uh, Facebook, I, I don't know about Facebook. Facebook is mostly moms now. I mean, let's be I, yeah, honest. Facebook it's, got mommed a couple, uh, yeah. five years ago yeah, or more. Yeah, probably something and like I that. I left about that time. Yeah, I, just so all of you know, other than other than the things we say, I'm not really on Facebook. It looks like I am because my Twitter account and my Instagram account are both attached to it. Yep. And so if I post from Twitter, you're going to see it on uh, Facebook. If I post from Instagram, you're going to see it on Facebook. But, guys, I'm not actually we on We do there. try to promote stuff on Facebook, but I'm going to be honest. I don't look at it other than to prom- put our links up yeah. there and stuff for the things yeah. we say. So, And, um, again, but, Facebook yeah. has been less the problem. The big one is Twitter. Twitter is the big one. Uh, and again, they're claiming to be a, a public square, open forum, open place for ideas place. And the same with YouTube. They're claiming to be that. But now they're starting to punish people for what they have deemed as, uh, as I don't know. I mean, it, it's very Orwellian. It's, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, because, especially because it's not coming from government. Um, but again, this, this all, I promise you guys, this all, this all goes back to the 2016 election, every bit of it. None of this was a thing 
until I after saw, that I happened. I saw somebody post after Gavin got banned. They're like, yeah, liberals are winning again. And I'm like, wait, winning is taking away somebody's ability to speak. Right. I don't like your kind of winning. Right. <laughs> uh, so, I wouldn't run around saying I'm winning because I shut someone up. Right. I, I might say I'm winning if I beat them at a debate. Right. I'm I, sa- I, like I, if I, I don't just think turned I'm, your mic yeah. off and I said, ah, ha, 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 I really beat Nate. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm winning unless somebody comes around a little bit to my side of thinking or sees my point of view as valid. Like, I don't care if you still think your idea is a better idea, but if you can, if you can go from, me, from looking at me and saying, I think you're a horrible person because you think this too, okay, no, I kind of get where you're coming from now with this. Even if you still disagree with me. That is a win for me. Yeah. For you to be able to look me across the table and say, you know what? I don't agree that this is the way to do it, but I think that you're coming at it from a logical and a good place. This isn't just you trying to be hateful or manipulative or whatever. Um, that is always a win for me when I can have that kind of conversation and, and somebody can actually see the logic behind whatever I'm thinking or feeling. But again, this, this, this whole thing is just such, it's such a horrifying thing to me. And I feel like we're not paying enough attention to it. Or if we are paying attention, we're doing it for the wrong reasons. We're looking the, at it. We're canary, saying the canaries in the coal mine are dying. And yes. Nobody's asking, nobody's why. asking why instead they're saying, well, so-and-so said this thing. Why aren't they banned? If I'm banned, like we're, 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 we're do- and again, not everybody. I mean, there's lots of people. Like I think Crowder has done a really good job of, of calling this stuff out in a balanced way. Of just saying, hey, guys, this shouldn't be happening over here, but look yeah. at it happening. Why is this happening? <laughs> for the record, I'm on the side of Kaepernick being able to do what he wants to do for the national anthem. I agree. Because it's free speech, and I'm on the side of letting I agree. Alex Jones and people like that that are kind of nuts just yes. be able to say what they want to say. Yes. But I'm also for you know, the owner of the 49ers saying, hey, we're not going to do this as a team. And if you want to move on someplace else, go do it. Which he didn't. He was the one that abstained from yes. the yes. vote on the national end. Which, fine. Again, again, this whole thing is a non-issue. Like, it really is. We're making something of nothing. Um, because what it has become about is not what it was originally about. And yeah. I'm sorry, Colin Kaepernick was not, and we talked about it before, this was not anything about actual trying to make social change because at the time you had a justice department and a president who were actively going after, looking into police brutality, police uh, uh, unjustified killing. They were actively pursuing those things. And so Colin Kaepernick said, I'm going to protest until something is done about it. Something was being done about it. It was grandstanding and nothing more. It was to get himself out and noticed again. And and again, I'm not saying he didn't believe what he was saying. I think there was true he conviction did. He behind put a million it. Dollars behind yeah, it. I believe there was true conviction behind it. But you cannot tell me that he was doing it for social change when that social change was already taking place. Ah, before so he started his protest. Topic. We we will talk about this yes. topic. We're off of the social media yes. topic. I, but it's still, again, it's still disagree. free speech. I am it's on still the free other speech. side of, of the of the Kaepernick thing. So again, but I'm I'm, I'm I like still him. all I'm like still Kaepernick. all for his ability to do it. I have no problem with him actually doing that. Sure, but again, at the time there was you m- think there was other motives. I don't think yeah. there was other motives in terms of like nefarious. I think I think it was literally like for the same pe- reason that you know movie stars have wardrobe malfunction. It gets their names in the papers again. It gets them, it gets them noticed if they feel like they're like, yeah, this is all PR stuff. It's very easy to, to find how to do these kind of things and, 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 and get your name out there. I, I think that more than anything else, it was about, it was about getting, he, he noticed that he was being noticed again and he's like, okay, I'm going to keep rolling with this. And again, I think it came from a place of, he genuinely believes this was a problem and yeah. he needed to address it. But I think that it was at least a a fifty fifty split. I on would that. say he was. I and you were asking. I mean that the Justice Department and government was already doing some of those things. But I would I would see that as him being in support of that happening right. already. And it, he but was. But that was not the language that was used. The language was: we are having a police brutality problem, and until someone does something about it, I am going to protest. Yeah. Something was already being done before he even started doing the protest. So that was not it. Either that or you were woefully misinformed and you don't actually know what's going on, which I would believe which is that possible. Could, that could yeah. But again, I don't think Ka- Kaepernick's a bad guy. I, I, I believe he's misguided in some of his assertions and some of his uh, assumptions. I, I think for him it was a journey of self-discovery that he went on throughout that period of time after he went to the Super Bowl. 
and the media went and found his birth mom yeah. and drug her out there right. and, and tried to force a connection. And then he, he really did try and get in touch with his, I mean, his dad was black. He tried to get into, you know, what I think he tried to get into a little bit, what, what, what his dad grew up with, what he yeah. experienced and trying to tap into some of that, his heritage. Yeah. And I think that's great. And he went on a, a self-discovery journey and that's where he ended up. A lot of his opinions at the time weren't well refined because right. he didn't have, he didn't have time. the context to mm-hmm. do that earlier. And I, I feel like it was, it was, he was, he was such high profile at the time and got into it in a public way. Yeah. And some of, and he did a lot of growth. Like yeah. he met with Green Berets and that's why, that's why he ended up kneeling, right, kneeling instead, instead of, of sitting, sitting. and mm-hmm. things like that. Like he did, he did mature through the process. Yeah. And I, I think it was a young man tapping into his roots, finding out, you know, what his heritage was like. Yeah. And, um, I applaud every step of the way. I know it was messy and it wasn't how a lot of people wanted to see it, yeah. but I feel like a lot of people lay a lot of things at his feet yeah. that, they probably shouldn't have, you know. Right. So, and we'll probably well, and, have that discussion another time with yeah. other voices that can speak to yeah. it better. But, but I even think I, I think ironically enough, I think that, and again, this still does apply to the free speech aspect of what we're talking about. But I even think that Donald Trump's attack of the NFL because of these protests were based around a lot of the same ignorance on the other side of the coin. Like oh, he looked I, at that I and disagree, all he saw. I, I disagree with Trump bringing it up at all. I, I if, don't. If right. Trump would have left. It alone, the, it would have faded away. The kneeling thing it would alone, be gone. Yeah. there was only two or three people right. in the entire NFL doing it right. at that point. It right. would have faded out. I, I would, it I was, would, it I was would two equal, weeks from being dead. That's but I would what put equal. But I would it. put equal cop, cop, culpability on the media as well because it was starting to die out, and so the media was starting to talk about it more, actually, if you kind of look back at it. Uh. It was starting to become a thing more. And I think he noticed it and automatically assumed motives and then went after it. He should and have then just left it became. It alone. I agree with you completely. I completely agree with you. But at the same time, the, the libertarian in me says, "Yeah, but he has every right to say what he wants as I long as he's know, not creating policy." It's just it's messing up something that didn't have to. And I, then he goes I out don't to disagree. the national championship college football game, stands on the fifty-yard line, puts his hand on his heart, and mutters some words that I have no <laughs> idea what it was. <laughs> he didn't know the words to the anthem. That's I think pretty. a lot of people don't know the words to the anthem. Sadly enough. I'm Canadian, and I don't know the words to that anthem, except I know for it the O Canada, Canada yeah. <laughs> And I know that much, and I've been to Canada once. Our home and native Twice. land. Yes. True, true north something. Um, yeah. I lost it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> so, anyway. Something about Mounties and maple syrup, I think. No, not at all. <laughs> anyway. Um, the, the action step for this week for all of you that listen to us on, on Apple devices is to show someone who has an Android how to find our yes, podcast. Yes. This is something we always have to do because we have friends, we have neighbors, we have relatives, we have wives, hus- husbands, whoever they might be that is, is not in the Apple family. And so yes. they're like, how do I find your podcast? Right. You go to the Play Music app. Yes. It's not Google Play. It's the Play Music app. Look it up. And then you go to the podcast section and type in the things we say. And I find searching our name is much easier if you take the spaces out in between and just type the things we say all together as one word. And it will pop right up with our little logo, and you can subscribe from there. There so you go. Your action and also, step is to teach an Android user right. how and to And hopefully find. we are going to do this on Spotify eventually. I did submit a thing to Spotify. Yeah. And they if haven't that, got back. Yeah, to me if yet. that comes along, we will let you guys know because that will be that'll be a good They're cross platform. They're only allowing select ones, is what I found out. They're okay. only allowing select podcasts, but I could fill out a thing and see if we SoundCloud meet the criteria. Wasn't one that is in there, like if I'm if we were on some other, um, yeah, if yeah. we were on some other platforms, a transition to Spotify would have been easier. But SoundCloud, since we're based there right now, right. It doesn't carry yeah. over. But either way, so. we'll we'll keep looking into that. And if and when that becomes a thing, we'll let you guys know yeah. for sure. But uh, anyway, um, as always, let us let us know what you guys think. Like we we want to know what your opinions are. This isn't just for us to speak. This is to spur conversation and uh, to to see whether or not we'll get banned ourselves for the things we're talking about here. And eventually, if, you, if we stepped on your toes, let us know. Yeah, and uh, we'd be happy to try and explain ourselves a little yeah. bit. 
or or so. argue your point and let's let's take a look at it. We're at, we're open to other people's ideas completely. At the things we say podcast on Facebook mm-hmm. and at TTWS podcast on Twitter. Yes, and we have an email. Yes, we do. <laughs> as well. We do. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening in. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Thanks for joining the conversation today. The Things We Say is produced by Nate Ward. Technical direction is provided by Sheldon Stauffer. You can subscribe to The Things We Say on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at The Things We Say Podcast to keep the conversation going. This has been The Things We Say. See you next time.